first things. I started by talking about looking at Matthew 6.33, which says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things we are concerned about, we are anxious about, we added unto it. We talked about seeking His kingdom. And, and the last week, Jason, soon to be ordained as a pastor, uh, he reminded us and challenged us that we are called to be, first of all, people of hope. People with God's perspectives, bringing hope and healing everywhere you go. I still remember that picture he put up of uh, Chloe Kim's father. You know, Chloe Kim who, was, who won the gold medal for uh, is snowboarding, right? I remember I was following. I saved a lot of videos of her. She's cute and everything. Anyway, anyway. I feel like my granddaughter doing all this. Anyway, my daughter doing all this. Anyway, today, what I want to really, I titled the message this way. First thing, parents. I'm not, this is not a bad grammar. I'm just, you, later, and when the message is done, you know what I'm talking about. First thing, parents. I'm sort of begun a series, you know, a series message called First Things. Now, in midst of that, I do not know whether this will become a series itself or not. And I've been really, I've been inspired by one of my favorite pastors. I've been listening to him every day, watching videos and taking notes on him. And he had 14 message series he had given on similar topic. And I'm sort of inspired by that anyway. So letting you know that I am pleasurizing. I'm borrowing things which, because it is resonate what God is saying to us. Today's text is from Ephesians 6.4, just one verse, 6.4. Doesn't mean this is a short message. Okay, all right. It says, fathers, of course it involves mothers as well, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Last, uh, probably last week and a half, a span of nine days, I visited three campuses. Went to JMU uh, about a week and a half ago, to a Christian group called ACF, Agape Christian Fellowship. This week, Thursday, I went to UMBC, uh, a ministry called Living Water Christian Fellowship. And Friday night, I went to NAVA, which is our own college ministry, you know, and in UMCP, and got to speak to college students. Probably most of you may know, 30 years ago, when I started my full-time ministry, I came to Maryland. And God, one of, the, one of the calling God gave me was to invest and, and see generation of young men and women, at least, especially college students, come to know Christ. I came to Maryland for that. I've been praying for University of Maryland, College Park, for 30 years. I still go on Mondays. At 6.30, pray at the Garden Chapel, which is a small chapel behind the Memorial Chapel. Pray there for the campus. This week, I did something different. Usually, I pray for an hour, but I pray 30 minutes in the chapel. And I came out, I put my phone on my, you know, that the phone holder and, and put a video on it. And I was, uh, in a, and it's like, like uh, doing a, uh, and I, I drove around the campus praying for the different places. I recorded myself praying for the different camp, different and some of the places I took pictures are so beautiful. And I was so good praying for the campus when not. 
I mention that because I think one of the most important thing and precious thing is raising up people. As I get older, I want to be doing that more. Spending time to see people, especially young people, come to know Christ and grow and mature and help them launch into their calling and living their lives as God wants them to. Because Jesus gave all, the, all God's people the great commission, the great commandment, which is, which is to go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe, obey all that I commanded you, Jesus said. And I believe raising people are one of the most important, most precious things we can do. Raising up sons and daughters. The most thing, important thing. This is a priority in every Christian. Let me say it again. I need to emphasize. This is a priority. Think people grow up and be raised up as sons and daughters of God and fully mature, living out the callings in their life. More important, more important than the work we do. This would be the greatest, this, this would be the greatest success in life. More than millions and billions we can make a wish. Even if I had not done anything right, if I had raised my children in a godly way, I would have, I would have succeeded. Now I'm talking really transitioning to raising up people, discipling, I'm really looking at what everybody can do, which is raising up our children as disciples of Christ. Maybe the children you may have down the line. You may be children yourself at, at this point. So I'm not a parent yet, but you may be down the line. It's also spiritual sons and daughters as well. Because in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 7, let me read this verse first. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. You know, you know this as the greatest command, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. In chapter 5 of Deuteronomy, God gave, God, Moses reminded God's people the commandment God gave, ten commandment God gave. And now, Moses reiterating this great commandment to love the Lord your God. This is what he says. These words which I am commanding you today shall be in your heart. Then he says, you shall teach them diligently to your children, sons and daughters, and shall talk talk of them. When you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. One of the, one of the first thing command God gave to God's people is after giving the great commandment to love the Lord your God. One of the greatest follow up practical thing is teach your children, raise up your children and teach them about God's God and loving God and all that. One, one of my favorite passages that I've been holding on to probably last 16 years especially when I, as I began to do more weddings, was Psalm 127. It says in verse 3, 
Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. My favorite NASB version. Now, another version, God's Word translation says, children are an, an, an inheritance from the Lord. Not only a gift, but it is inheritance from the Lord. They are, they are a reward from God, from Him. The raising of our children, people, in God's ways is the utmost important thing. You know, and I, I have to be honest. In this matter, I don't think I've done really that good personally. 1985, I went to seminary. Before that, uh, 1985, I got married in August and then went to seminary at Princeton to study. Now, since then, for 34 years, I've been pastoring either part-time or full-time for 34 years. As children's pastor, youth pastor, campus ministry starter, and all the and pastor of a local church and all that, 34 years. Because I've been mostly working with young people. When young people are out of school, vacation and whatnot, I was always busy. When I think about it, I can count in my one hand in the 34 years how many vacations I've done with my family. Really. Although I know the family, raising my children, has to be number one, one of, number one priority. Some I put my work as number one. I have many, many stories about it and I've repented many times. That rather than, and somehow, Ended up putting probably work before my raising my children. And I don't think I've really lived it out as I should. But now as I come back and look back, if I have to choose work or raising up children, I'll choose raising up children. Yes, this world needs teachers and good pastors who teach God's word. I think more important in this generation is we need good fathers, good parents who raise up the children in godly ways. I don't think I've really given a lot of messages on parenting. And this really won't be, won't be a parenting kind of message. But, but I, want, I, I believe this is an important thing. This is why that's the title, First Thing Parents. You know, God gave me three beautiful daughters, gorgeous, be- most beautiful daughters in the world. You know, Anna, Amy, Abigail. So I, I'm an Asian. I believe in all A's. No B's, no C's. All A's. If you want to join my wife, just change your name to A something. Then you can come and join, have a dinner with me. And I, I'm grateful. As on the way, I was calling my wife about this. My daughters has turned out, I think, excellent. Not, to, not because of me. And I think even just that blessing and that grace, I'm grateful before God, and I'll give my life for this. And I think the main reason my daughter has grown up excellently is first because it was God's grace, because I don't think I did right. But secondly, because my wife, she has done well. My wife, 
took care of my family and, and raising my children. And for me, she was always sacrificial, always wise, always giving up herself. She protected, she cared, taught our children in amazing ways. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. See, most, you see, most precious thing in this world, let me start again. Most precious thing to God is not this world or his creation, but we are his most precious thing. Everything in the Bible that God speaks, everything that God does is for us. At the center of it all, it was for us. God created the world for us. God sustains the world for us. To teach us and raise us, his children, rightly. He gave us the Bible. And it still speaks to us even this day. Most of all, for our sake, our God, as good, good father and parent that he is, he gave his life and sacrificed himself even on the cross. He gave everything for his sons and his daughters. That we would become like our father. Mature, blameless, and transformed. To raise us up as his family is fully mature sons and daughters. He gave all and did all. Our God tells us today to invest our life and energy, same as God has done in raising up our sons and daughters. And I know to you guys, I'm just only 30, 12 years old. What are I talking about raising up sons? You need to learn right now, okay? So that you'll, know, you'll be way, way ahead, ahead of the okay, okay, uh, line, okay? Not only that, you, you can look at your parents if they're doing a good job or not. They need a lot of help, okay? You need to pray for them. All right? They need a lot of help. See, I really believe this discipling, making disciples of the nations and people start with our own children, raising them in God's ways. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've done well. I don't know if, if I did well or not, but God did bless me. I'm grateful. Let me say a couple of things. I really believe good parents raise good children. Of course, there are many exceptions. But I believe good parents do make good children. To raise good children, first of all, you know what that means? To raise good children, first of all, that means we need to be good parents. This is how everything comes to us, back to us. To raise, to, to good, to raise good parents, we as parents have to be good. We have to, because we, what we do not, what we do not have, we cannot give. And we have to, you know, see, raising up good children talks about me becoming good parents, good parents, doesn't it? Now, I don't know, I don't know if you ever thought about what is a good parent. It's a good question, right? What makes a good parent? Have you thought about that at all? One who provides well for the children? Is that what makes good, good parents? 
That's what our older generation, our parents' generation did. They worked night and day to make sure that they provide for us the things they didn't have. They worked hard, and in doing that, often they were not there when when the when when the children needed things, and they were not there because they were saying, "We were providing for you." Is is good parent one who provides everything for the children? And I, I still hear talk to people where is you know what when I was growing up, I wished, but my parents never ever came to any of my games. They're busy working. One who lets one who a oh, good parent is one who lets children do all they want. You know, obviously that's not true. Is is or is good parent one who is there for their children all the time? What what older generation lacked, we want to we've been com- overcompensating. Now we have terms like helicopter parents. You heard about that? As if we being there for our kids for every little thing and protecting them in everything or not as a the good parent. Some of it is. I, I don't think that's everything. There are many other things we can think of. What are, what is a good parent? What is what makes a good parent? We can think about it. I bet I bet there are many, many answers. But one of the things I want to mention, I want to say today is before I get there, good parents teaches children life and faith. I don't know if you thought about that. Good parents teach your children life and faith. But the main thing I, th- I think today what I want to say is good parents are praying parents. Let me explain what I mean. Good parents are praying parents. Look, look at what, 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 what this guy say, uh, Mark Betterson. Uh, okay, my eyes are bad. You'll never be a perfect parent. There's no perfect parent. You, but you can be a praying parent. Prayer is your highest privilege as a parent. Prayer turns ordinary parents into prophets who shape the destinies of their children, grandchildren, and every generation that follows. Your prayers for your children are the greatest legacy you can leave. You see, good, you know, you know, we want to be wanting to be a good parent. I may want to do everything for my kids, but the thing is, it is impossible for us to do everything for our kids. Even if we do, it doesn't guarantee they'll be okay. We need more than all our efforts and all our resources for our children to be raised and grow up in a, a, a amazing way as sons and daughters of God. There are a whole lot more. This is why we come and you pray. You're saying, God, I need more than my efforts. I need you to come and help my children to grow. You need to come and help my sons and daughters. It is so much more than what we can do or give. That will ensure our children will that that our children will grow, ensure to will grow up to be men and women, good men and women. We pray to God for His help on our children. We acknowledge that we need Him. One of my favorite passages I mentioned, Psalm one twenty seven. I don't have the verses here. It says, "Unless the Lord builds a house, 
the labor in vain who build it unless Lord watch over the city, over the city, watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, retire late, eat the food of painful labors. Even, even if you get up early and, and go to bed late at night, do everything to raise up your children, build your home. is no guarantee. It is in vain. But to those whom he loves, God said to his beloved, he gives even in his sleep. You see, in raising our children in godly ways, God's ways is more than our efforts. This is why good parents are praying parents. Do you pray, do you pray for your parents? Do you pray for your children? What do you pray for your children? Other than God help them be healthy, don't get into trouble, what do you pray for them? I remember uh, this, this has really happened. Number of years, and I think 1982, before I met Joy, I was dating a girl from New Jersey, a sister of uh, missionary Faye Cha. And I, I said, I wanted to do right by dating rightly, so I went to visit her home. I wanted to get her mom to say okay. I remember taking Greyhound bus six hours from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia. We went to Cherryville, New Jersey. I think that's where they were. You know, and I was staying overnight, a couple of nights, and there, and, you know, I, well, I think one night. Got there early Saturday morning, you know, and, and got overnight. I got there, and, you know, and I remember that the next morning, Sunday morning, I woke up about 4.30 in the morning because somebody was up at 4.30 screaming and praying. You see, her mother was a single mom raising five kids in the, this land, and she needed help. I mean, I, I think she was running some Dracula or something. She needed help. This single woman raising five kids, four daughters and a son, shows up 4.30 that morning, every morning, crying out, praying to God. So I woke up that, there. Oh, she's a praying woman. And, you know, and that's, I saw a woman saying, you know, God, I'm a single woman. I need all the help I can get to see my kids grow up in God. And she was praying and crying out before God. And I, I didn't, our dating didn't go that long, but I still remember her, her mom. Anyhow, see, I believe good parents are praying parents. And good parents are those who put the children, raising children as top priority in their life. Yes, good parents are those who pray for their children. And then we, we have to ask, then what do you pray? What do you pray for your children? How do you pray for your children? This will be a short message. I'm almost done. I want, I want to introduce to you today a prayer. Many people might have heard of it. A prayer, a father's prayer by General, General Douglas MacArthur. I bet some of you might have heard of it, right? How many heard of this prayer? Maybe three or four people. An amazing prayer, by the way, General Douglas MacArthur was the you know was a, a general who was in World War II, World War One, especially in Korean War, he was general that fought for you know and for USA for the uh, in in the Korean War. Korean War happened. Anyhow, he is a, a good godly man. He only had one son, Douglas MacArthur, MacArthur the Fourth, and his he was named after his great great grandfather, and his son was. 
He says, this is a prayer. Let me, let me read the prayer. I, I want to think about it. What I want to do next, probably a few times when you have time, I want to look at some of this prayer, so look at some of the aspect of this prayer and talk about things we need to pray for, things that we need, we need, we need our God to help with. Look at what he said. Build me a son, Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak. I love that. I'm just stuck on one line. That's so good. He'll be strong enough to know when he is weak. You know, it is strength, it is a strength to know that you are weak. To knowing that I'm weak, I need help, is that that's strong. That's not weak. And brave enough to face himself when he is afraid. You put brave and afraid together. Brave enough, in, enough to face himself when he is afraid. One who will be proud and unbending in honest defeat. I love the line, don't you? These days, some parents are so worried about the kids losing, they don't want any winning and losing in the games. We don't, we do not teach our children, it's okay to lose if you, if you play, if you did your best, you fought honestly. It's okay to lose honestly. It's back to life, not everyone's gonna win, but if you give your best, if you lose, it's okay, it's good to be proud of that. And humble and gentle in victory. Isn't that good? Build me a son and a daughter whose wishbone will not be where his backbone should be. You know what he's getting at? He's not, he doesn't get wishes and what must be, he doesn't get it mixed up. A son who will know thee, know you God. And to know himself is the foundation stone of knowledge. That one son who will know God, or in, 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 in light of that, know himself. Lead him, I pray. Love this next line. Not in the path of ease, ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenges. Here let him learn to stand up in the storm. Here let him learn compassion. For those who fail. Isn't that good? He's not saying God make his life easy. No, when he goes to a difficult time, make him strong. He'll be able to stand in the midst of the storm. Even in the midst of that, he'll be kind to others. Even those who fail. Look at the next prayer. Build me a son and a daughter. Whose heart will be clean. Whose goal will be high. A son who will master himself. Before he seeks to master other people. One who will learn to laugh. Yet never forget how to weep. One who will reach into the future. Yet never forget the past. And, at, and after all these things are his. Add I pray. Enough of a sense of humor. So that he may always be that so that he may always be serious, yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility, I like that. Give him humility. So that he may always remember the simplicity of true greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, the meekness of true strength. Look at the last sign he says. Then I, his father, will dare to whisper, 
I have not lived in vain. Isn't that good? He's saying, when, when this happened, God, I have not lived in vain. I have not lived in vain. Not when I did, when I succeeded, when I done made a lot of accomplishments, whatever. No, if I, if my son raised up in this way, then I would say my life has not been wasted in vain. Wonderful prayer. There's so many things in there I would love to and look and talk about it a little bit. But the thing is, this is a prayer of a, of a Christian man for, for praying for his child. He knows what to ask. He knows what he's looking for as his son, son is growing up. I believe good parents are praying parents. Are you praying for your children? What are you praying for them? As you pray, you are asking God. If God were to say, three things you ask, of your, ask me of your children, I'll give to you. What would you say? If God said, ask me three things about your children, I'll give it to you. What would you say? Most of us only pray, God, make them healthy. Make, send them to good school. Something like that. You know, and maybe, that, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even have a third one. You know what I'm talking about. But here, his prayers are so different. I love the fact he said, God, do not lead him in ease and comfort. But let him go through tough times. But through that, let him be strong. Isn't that amazing? What are we praying for our children? Because our prayers talk about what we are hoping and praying and visioning in our children. Before, we, before they become like that, we need to become like that. So that we will... We, as he pray that they, they will not see in us a hypocrite. They will see in us ones who actually is what they're doing. My, my notes are done here. Okay. Uh, let me say a couple of things and I'm going to praise him. Come. I really, I, I, I just got has been convicting me. You know, I, I, I think over the years, I don't think I really have given messages about children, parents raising children. I don't think I really have done that. Always felt like, I don't know what to say. I do not know. I don't have a lot of wisdom. I repented a lot that I've done, done well. But I really believe that God is saying, to really carry out God's calling in our life, we need to raise up our children in God's ways. It begins with prayer. We have to pray for everyone anyway. It begins with prayer. What are we praying for? And, and, and I hope that this will convict us, convict you and challenge you to pray for your sons and daughters and begin to have, ask God clearly, how can I pray for them? What, what, what am I asking you to grant them? Ask God about that. It's important to me, especially because I'm a grandparent. I'm not only a far parent, I'm a grandparent. My grandkids are way there. I have, I have no way to really affect them as much. But I, I can pray for them that they will grow in God's ways. That their God will help them. Because when I pray, what I can I do, God will grant. God will give. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> he answers our prayers. He answers our prayers. Is there any more slide after this? I'm, I might have one. Okay. Praying parents. Thus, first thing parents we ought to be. First thing I think as parents we ought to be doing is praying for our children. That they'll grow in God's way. They'll become what God called them to be. 
I'll, I'll be very honest with you. You know, the uh, last probably two weeks or so, my mind has been just really focused on one thing, how a lot of young people are having mental issues and depressions and suicidal ideations and all kind of things. And this, this has been in my heart. This is why I've been speaking to young people about these things. It's really been bugging me and not. End of the day, the on end of the day, a lot of a lot of things come back to parents. Have I raised them right? Have I taught them the values they need to have? I mean, that's not the only answers, but what I'm getting at is I think we we have to do that well as well. Loving our sons and daughters, they will become beautiful in God's grace. I still remember one of, one of the joy that I seen was, I think, when my older shows, I think, seven years old, second grade. We were in Hawaii. And I got to translate for the Harvest Crusade, where annually, uh, um, this pastor from California, uh, Greg Laurie, will come and do a, a statewide revival meeting at the stadium. And I was translating it into Korean for Korean people. And I remember Anna was there with me, with us, and she was there in the stadium. And after the first night, I saw my seven-year-old daughter walk down the stadium all the way down to the floor and got prayed for and accepted Christ as the Lord and Savior at seven years old. So happy to see my daughter come to know Christ. But second, next day, I saw her go down again. So what's wrong with, what's wrong? I, I asked her after that. Oh, yesterday when I went down, I forgot to get the Bible they were giving away. She went down to get a Bible. To see my daughter come to know Christ, because I was such a busy uh, past and, and more than a father, one of the things that I've done was, because I will work with young people, what I wanted my daughters to go through, I, I prepared, I worked, and we built those things. That's where the grace which came. My daughters are raised in the grace which because I want children, young people to encounter, meet God, and know God. That's what grace which is about. All my daughters went through it. It's not because my Abby graduated from high school that I stopped leading. But not, 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 not that. But, uh, but I just, I'm grateful that I got to see my kids See, shape their faith. You see, in my ways, in my broken ways, I wanted my children to come to know God, what is important. I know if children who know God and encounter and believe in God, they'll be far ahead in this scale, being raised up as godly men and women. And I know they will have the strength and grow. And I'm, I still remember when Abby was, I think, fourth grade, fourth grade, wasn't in middle school yet, fourth grade and at your youth group was experiencing God a lot of the spirit is moving and she sort of snuck into youth group youth group I think at fourth grade she came out and she came out smiling and muttering I'm not the oddball anymore I said what are you talking about everybody in my family speaks in praise and tongue she was the only who didn't pray in tongue she came out saying I, you know, I'm not the oddball anymore because she received tongue that night. You see, I, w- I wanted to see my children grow in God's grace. I think this is utmost priority for us. I know we all want to be good parents. And, and I want to say, 
on top of all the things we are thinking of doing, I want us to begin with prayer. Asking God clearly and in details, God, will you build us a son and a daughter? For some of us, daughters and sons, me, build me, build me daughters, God, with the right heart, right character, right foundation, right attitude, right perspective, and all those. Amen. Let's pray a little bit. Father, we come before you today. Thank you that you are the great, good, good father and parent that you are. You loved us so much. You did everything that we may find life and hope that is in you. You even gave yourself and sacrificed all things that we might find life that is in you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father, we thank you for the good father and parent that you are. Help us to be good parents as, as well. The loving our children and raising them, in, raising them up in God's ways, God's truth and love, God. We pray that you will come and help them. You'll, you'll guide them and lead them when we cannot. You'll come and strengthen them, oh God. You'll grant them character. You'll give them humility. you grant them courage. you grant them discernment. You grant them heart, and pure heart, God. And in order to do that, God, change us first of all. Make us like that first, God. We love you. We love you. We love you. We want to see our younger generation, our children's generation grow in God's grace. Raised up in love and power and grace, God. We love you. We thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's watch that.